The dawn of civilization. Primitive. Dangerous. Exciting. The handwriting is on the wall. If the human race is ever going to amount to anything, it needs... The most civilized caveman I have ever seen. Ah, look who's come out of his cave. Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is James from Cave Dweller Music Podcast. I have my co-host Brandon with me today, and we are joined by Tommy Wilson, the Canadian graphic artist uh, who's known for his polarizing and uh, black and white artwork. Uh, it's very iconic. As soon as you see it, you probably know it's him. He's worked with a number of fantastic bands, number of fantastic projects, including some of ours. Welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Anytime. Uh do you want to just tell anyone who doesn't know your work, sort of what you're all about and what type of work, you, how, how you would describe your art style, I guess? Uh, well, my name's Tommy Wilson. I live in Vancouver, British Columbia. I make uh, pretty aggressive, kind of demented, like agitprop stuff, all kind of uh, left wing leaning, I guess. Always kind of lashing out and screaming at fucking something I don't like. So it's a, it's a fun outlet to you know be creative and uh i use a lot of um mixed media like kind of like it's very much inspired by like 80s 80s hardcore posters so i kind of use a use a different technique i guess than most people like like i kind of assemble like everything just gets made digital and then it's all cut and pasted like physically and then scanned back in and then printed and i kind of just do something do something different every single time so i don't ever really uniform uh i think i would just get really bored if it was kind of just the same thing over and over so i'm always just always experimenting with different ways to get textures and stuff like that yeah it's awesome uh, i love the fact that like you said each one's slightly different like uh, it has a very different feel to it depending on what the topic is yeah um, for I, sure and i just wanted to say as well thank you so much for the work you did for both of our charity samples this year uh you really helped us raise a bunch of money because of that awesome album art Oh yeah, well, thank you for thank you for hitting me up on those. Oh, anytime. Uh, it's yeah. going to be now always going to be in our back pocket from now on. If like, oh, who do you want to get to do this? It's political. Let's get Tommy. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I just wanted to say, I thought it was awesome that you've worked with the band as big as Infest. I mean, that's really cool. Yeah, that was uh, that was a fun. Well, I don't know if it, it was that was very stressful, but because uh, there was kind of a funny a funny backstory to that that I don't think I've ever really told anybody, but, okay. um, uh, cause Sandro from RSR, him and I have been in contact for quite a while. Like he's put out, he put out some records for my old band, uh, split open. So mm -hmm. I guess those guys were, they were out for obscene extreme and Sandro hits me up and he's like, Hey, like, could you do a shirt for infest today? And I was just like, holy shit, like, of, of course I will. Like, you know, they're like one of my favorite <laughs> bands of all time. Yeah. And I was I was just out of town and there was a power outage at my house. And my printer, like uh, my laser printer that's connected to my MacBook, that wasn't working at all because it was it's on like, you know, a Wi-Fi connection. So mm. I just like, you know, like everything i do is like cut and paste mixed media type stuff and that was like that was the one graphic i've had to do that was just straight digital right because i didn't have access to a working printer mm -hmm. so 
I, yeah, I just kind of like, I laid out the, laid out the text in Letra set and then took a picture of it and had to like email it to myself. And just to get the, like, you know, like the torn corners and stuff, I was kind of like doing that with extra paper and like assembling it all in Photoshop. But like, you know, <laughs> ju just my luck, like the one, the one day that someone's like, Hey, could you have this today? That was the one day that my printers, my fax machines just were totally out of commission. But there was a really tight deadline on it. So I remember it being like that element <laughs> being really stressful. Like, how am I going to pull this off? Like, I'm not a digital designer at all. Right. <laughs> but I kind of, I made it work and I think I've tricked enough people that, uh, yeah, the no man's slave graphic. Yeah. That's a hundred percent Photoshop really. So <laughs> interesting. I would never have guessed looking at it. Like you can't, I mean, you would obviously know, but other people who did this style of art may know, but the average person would not notice. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's like, I don't know. I've also, I've spent enough time in Photoshop that I know kind of how to like duplicate things, kind of how to like sort of get that effect. You're never going to get that like, you know, authentic, just like randomly screwed up effects in photoshop you know uh -huh. you can you can emulate it pretty i've seen people come real close but even then it's like if you're like that interested in like mixed media and like analog artwork like why are you doing this with a computer like why not just <laughs> make it by hand if you're that in love with this style right so right yeah okay. i yeah i definitely had to take that route for the infest shirt but everything else has been photocopied at least once right so <laughs> what uh what are some other bands you've done uh shirts and posters and album covers for um it's a pretty big list at this point um, <laughs> what was the uh first one sorry what was that what was the first band the first band oof um i don't know because i always was making like show posters when i was really young like even if the like just when I was bored, I would just make show posters for shows that didn't necessarily exist. I just kind of did that for fun. But I think the um, the first band that I was in that kind of started like touring and doing records and like making shirts and stuff was called uh, War Hero. And I think we started that. I was 17 when we started that band. So, yeah, that was kind of the first time I had to, you know, get a bit more serious about like, you know, using photoshop and computers and stuff like that but also didn't really know what i was doing until i like went to college and learned about like proper print resolution like a lot of these a lot of these old graphics for that band were pretty pretty fucking shoddy compared to the stuff <laughs> i'm making now right so. what are, what was some of the favorites you've done then if uh the list is super long um working with jerome's dream was awesome uh, we were kind of just like cracking jokes and, you know, that that was a lot of fun, right? Like those mm -hmm. guys were like very responsive to messages. So that was really fun. Uh, working with Drop Dead was really cool. Uh, that was just kind of me and Ben collaborating on a shirt. I think we ripped through like four or five different ideas before we initially, uh, uh, you know, decided on the like hatred burning graphic. Um let me see. Working with 625 is always cool. That's been one of my favorite labels since I was like, you know, 12 years old. Like the first show I went to had a 625 band on on the bill. So, I, you know, I've been following that label for, you know, pretty much my whole life. Right. So 
I actually saw that one. I had like uh, the second and third picture had a cat or something, and it said like uh, like yeah. Pastor Hoser. Yeah, yeah. There was the the Bob and Doug one that said "Play Faster, Hoser," and then yeah. one of uh, one of Max's cat. Uh, <laughs> I, f- I forget what his cat. I forget what his cat's name is called, but he sent me he sent me a picture, and he's like, "Are you able to cut this out?" I'm like, "Yes, Max. I'm able to cut this out in Photoshop 2023." <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah we we uh yeah that was kind of like that was kind of a collab between like uh me and max and max's wife and like the printer even like helped out with the design so like that that 30 year anniversary that was more of like a group project almost uh but uh yeah the stay faster hoser i think he was like oh i just need a graphic like do whatever and just you know ended up coming up with that and there was also the like Mick Harris like stay fast uh shirt that we did for like the grind mafia thing. So I can't remember if that was last year or the year before. Uh there's just like too much stuff to kind of keep up with, right? Yeah. yeah. No, you got a lot Ooh. going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm always pretty busy. So and what, then, um I'll what's your like average like output for like a month? um it greatly varies i guess depends on what i'm doing uh my band just recently played uh was it late may we played five shows in the bay area with masculine maniacs and uh then i was home for a week and then i went on vacation to los angeles and we played another show and then i just kind of like dicked around for a week so june was pretty slow um it just like depends yeah it greatly varies but i'd say in a month i'd really make quite a bit of stuff right whether it's just like commissions or personal projects or posters for shows my band is playing or whatever it's it's quite quite a lot right yeah yeah and i think it kind of comes and goes like recently i just uh I was super bored and just ended up whipping up like five post or five or six posters at like 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, that's not like I'm I'm feeling super creative right now. I may as well make all this shit. Right. So and then the next day it's like, "Ah, I'm burnt out. Like, I don't want to fucking do anything. So it's kind (laughs) of all it's kind of kind of all over the place. Right. So. I'm uh I'm the same way with writing. Like uh, there's some days I wake up and I knock out like five album reviews, and then I'm like, all right, I don't do anything for the next five days. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I kind of like it comes and goes in waves, I guess. So yep, yep, yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned your band. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the band? Like, well, what's the name? What type of stuff do you play? Uh, it's uh, we're called New Sweat. I play drums. Uh, it's more like a you know fast core power violence band. Nice. Uh, I'd say more than anything, we kind of sound like like the most comparison we get is crossed out. Okay. Or like you know kind of uh, do you know Hatred Surge or like Endless Blockade or kind of that like PV resurgence that was going on? Like I'm trying to think of this maybe like two thousand. 2001 i think that shit was kind of peaking again no i don't know those 2001 2006 i can't fucking really remember but those are those are really good bands so um we definitely take a lot of influence from uh yeah endless blockade and uh hatred surge um we play quite a bit i'd say we play vancouver like once a month but like give or take i think we've honestly played more shows in the states 
because uh, the the right. band was the band was started during the pandemic, right? So we right. like put a demo out, couldn't really play. I think like within our first year, we had only played two shows, right? Wow, and we had two releases out. So yeah, and then we went on tour. So I definitely think we played more shows in the states than we have in Canada at this point. But um, yeah, it's a fun band. We have uh, a four-way split that's going to be on 625 with uh, Hacked Apart and Con Artist and Body Rot. Uh, like one of those like BC like geography comps. And uh, oh. then, yeah, we just like just two days ago finished mixing our uh, new 7-inch that psh, I, I, I can't say if it'll be out this year or not because record plants are taking so long yeah. these days. So yeah, it's a, that's a whole nightmare right there right yeah yeah for this four-way we had sent our tracks off in like january and we had like just gotten past presses right so yeah 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 i know a lot of people uh looking to uh eastern europe type thing to try and get around that um but it's like sometimes it turns out great sometimes it turns out not great that's the only thing with, with doing that way yeah for sure i don't know i think a pandemic just kind of fucked everything up yes yeah. It's yeah. that, and I think it's also the fact that vinyls had such a resurgence so quickly. Um, yeah. If you look at, like, the growth numbers the last, I don't know, maybe five or six years, it's like it just keeps growing every year demand-wise. So now you have all these mainstream artists that are jumping on the vinyl bandwagon. And yeah. the, the plants that, like, uh, smaller bands use end up getting the overflow production for a lot of the bigger plants for those massive orders from, like, People like Adele, Taylor Swift. Uh, I was gonna, I was Ava. gonna, I was gonna mention Adele because I think she pressed what like a hundred thousand. Yep. Cop copies of her latest album, and now they're just at every fucking like junk store you can think of. Like, yep. Can't yep. get rid of the fucking things at all. And they charge like <laughs> yeah. 50, 50 bucks or something for, for Adele's vinyl that no one wants. Oh, Jesus. perfect! Yeah. I've What's seen like, I've, uh, I've yeah, seen, yeah. seen a lot of people on Twitter making fun of it. They're just like, look at this rack of these fucking Adele albums for like four or five bucks that like no one gives a fuck about, right? So <laughs> Yeah. I wonder if it's come down. I'm gonna have a look on Amazon right now and see if it did come down because nope. I'm sure. <laughs> still forty dollars forty dollars seventy-four. <laughs> still over forty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Wow. So, wow it's ridiculous yeah but th that's the problem it's like these orders choke up the entire world system and then all these other millions of bands that want to put out like hey i want to do like 100 200 vinyls like yeah that would be like a year <laughs> yeah and like you know the price has gone through the fucking roof too oh, like yeah. um i think the first time i was you know doing a seven inch i was like 19 that was uh my band war hero and I remember it's just like took about two months from sending the email with the tracks to just having all of them, right? Like the test presses approved. And they yeah. used to they used to cost about like they used to cost about like two dollars, two dollars and twenty cents to press a seven inch. And nowadays you're looking at like six or seven fucking dollars like per record, right? Yeah. So yep. it's jumped up a lot. Yeah, it's like uh, this same with even secondhand vinyl. I'm so bummed that like there were all those years when no one bought vinyl, and I was so many times I was at like garage sales or thrift shops, and the 
oh yeah, it's like 10 bucks for this whole box. And there was like classic stuff in there, but back then I didn't collect it. And now, yeah. you can't, now you go to the stores, all the good stuff's being picked through. It's all gone because everyone collects vinyl again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and they're just like, they're just fucking harder to move than ever before with like, you know, most kids like switching over to digital with like Spotify and shit yeah. like that. It's yeah, like, I fair should... enough. Like you kind of have to go out, buy some fucking busted record player or some new record player from Shoppers Drug Mart that's going to break in a fucking year or whatever. So it's it's a pain in the ass for sure maybe that's part of the appeal of it i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah i think i, I yeah. mean brendan, brendan and i both collect vinyl so we yeah we uh it is part of the appeal but actually going to the stores and digging through stuff and finding gems is like a huge part of it for me it's like half the fun is actually just seeing what you can get in the diggers dens and stuff right oh right. yeah for sure yeah i mean if i want to pre-order it i want it i'm gonna do that you know right but then there yeah. is something to like you know, going to like a record riot or something like that or wherever, you know, and like they have these like pop ups, you know, yeah. or just like, you know, places that show up and at like a show and they have like, you know, a table full of vinyls. It's like, yeah, let's let's look through this and see what they got, you know. That's yeah, sweet. for sure. Like at MDF, like we went to Maryland Death Fest last year and they had like, oh, multiple, yeah, they had like whole vinyl tents of this random collections of stuff for sale. We found some really good stuff in there. Oh, that's yeah, cool! Man. Right on. Yeah, I've never, I've never been to Maryland Death Fest. We are, we're actually going again next year. We kind of made it like an annual tradition because I live on the West Coast, Brendan lives on the East Coast. So once a year, we try to go together to hang out at. That. Oh, right so, on. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. This this year was canceled because they're funneling all the money to next year to do a really big one. Um, right. So they ended up shutting down the UK Death Fest permanently, uh, and oh, now wow. they're focusing all of their money just on Maryland Death Fest. Okay. Yeah, huh. yeah, yeah I'm kind of, awesome. kind of a bit out of the loop with uh, like I don't really know the guys who do that, so I just kind of see the huge poster and I'm like, oh, that looks cool, but I never really end up, you know, going to it. I think most of the shows I go to are pretty much in California. Like I end up okay. there every every couple months or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I'm in San Diego, so I'm, I got a lot of uh, local stuff here as well. Yeah, there's a lot of shows that go on down there. So, too much. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, there's literally an evening coming up uh, next next Friday. I think it's like next Friday or the one after, or whatever. Where two bands that I really wanted to see were playing the same night, the exact same time. And I was like, oh, yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I kind of like. I think when I was younger. I always wanted to be like, oh, it'd be so awesome to like live in California because there's like so much shit going on there. Yeah. But after I like, you know, spent a spent a bunch of time down there, it's like fucking the most of your days just like sitting in traffic, right? Well, that's what I that's why I, I I could never do LA. I absolutely hate LA for that reason. But oh, for sure, yeah. San, San Diego is not like that at all. Like, uh, right. Unless you hit like peak hour, because the whole city is freeways, which is really nice. So. Like uh-huh. uh, I can, where I live, I can kind of get to almost anywhere in the city within 15 minutes. Oh, that's that's pretty decent. Yeah, 15 minutes without traffic, like maybe with traffic 40 minutes, but that's still not terrible. It's like peak hour. Yeah, LA fucking, you know, even at six in the morning, you're driving like 10 miles an hour. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, so it's just up, like it never stops. I was up there uh, on the weekend and we were driving back from uh, LA down the south. 
and uh it was 11 45 at night and there was bumper to bumper traffic and i was like are you yeah. kidding me like uh-huh. sounds what? about right yeah <laughs> and it's like aside aside from that it's just like every single one of my friends has some just fucking just horror story of like just guns and drugs and people just getting just shit kicked and it's like just fucking it's wild down there yeah la is pretty LA can be pretty rough uh yeah depending where you go there's there's a lot it's just this this if you look at the la basin it's like 20 million people whatever it's like there's just a lot of everything there's a lot like there's a lot of wealth there's a lot of poverty a lot of crime there's you know it's like it's just a lot and it's all Uh just compounded into this space and concrete packed all around it it's yeah it's a jungle yeah i know <laughs> i know yeah <laughs> it's it's fun to go every once in a while but i yeah. i don't think i could hack living there right so no i feel Plus the same it's, way it's, it's close enough to me i can just catch a bus to seattle and hop on a fucking plane oh yeah i was, I was wondering how much it costs you to fly internationally so you, you go down to seattle and then fly because it's domestic way cheaper right it's quite a bit cheaper to fly like within the states so yeah. I generally just tend to tend to do that, right? It's like you can spend yeah. thirty you can spend thirty bucks on a Greyhound and save fucking two hundred on your flight, right? So exactly, I, yeah. I do the same thing with Mexico. Like I, you, there's a land border you can walk across to the Tijuana Airport from San Diego. Oh uh, yeah, and if you fly from there, it's domestic in Mexico instead of international, so you can get like uh, I was looking at flights. If I had gone from San Diego, three hundred. I fly from Tijuana, one hundred. So yeah, so. Yeah, and it's like, you know, I'm self-employed, so it's not like I've not like I don't have time to jump on a bus or whatever, right? So Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was just gonna ask as well, speaking of self-employed, you brought it up. Uh you obviously have you published a couple of books that are for sale. Um yep. what was your most recent one? Uh on? the the recent one that just came out, that one's uh it's like just punk graphics. Uh, like okay. old show posters and kind of more of an emphasis on that right there's not really any like political stuff or agitprop in it but uh that one's called painful existence it just came out i have a bunch of copies of it and uh the first one was called i'd like my life back that came out uh last year you know, it was pretty much just um just posters i'd made from the pan you know from the pandemic when i was just sitting at home bored out of my fucking mind that's awesome and then you had a book uh a larger book that came out uh was that 2022 called i'd like my life back yeah that was the that was the first one this one's a little bit smaller because the print shop had kind of you know jacked the rates up and shit so Uh yeah the first one is 200 pages this one is 128 pages Okay. And yeah, I'm currently working on a third one that's probably going to be more along the line, more along the lines of like 200. So nice. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. What's, that's... Uh, you have a series of uh, issues uh, of a, something called Homicide Report. Yeah. Yeah. I've been doing that uh, pretty much since I quit my job. That's been like one of my just something to kind of do in my downtime. And uh, funny, like the, I guess the, the story behind that or kind of why that exists is because, you know, yeah, right when I quit my job, like Instagram just pulled like a whole bunch of posts, right? Yeah. You know, for just, you know, kind of being offensive and stuff like that. Like they kind of, it was kind of more so that they were like sending a message just like, hey, don't make, 
don't make stuff like this anymore. Like we don't like shit like this. Right. Like they were like really cracking down on censorship. And, uh, I was like, well, you know, I kind of like, I don't want to like stop making stuff like this. So then I was like, all right, well, I can just make all this just ratchet offensive shit and then just chuck it in the homicide report zine. And then I don't have to worry about posts getting taken down or like getting in trouble online. Right. So that was kind of of the like intention behind that project. Right. It's like, if you want the like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, it's like, I just work on it until it's done. And then when I post it, I'm like, Hey, like if you guys want the, like, if you guys want the like uncensored, like ratchet shit, (laughs) like just go, just go get this. Right. Cause yeah, I'd, like I said, I don't have to worry about like the algorithm fucking me over or like you know get right. like because I've had, I've had a pretty good uh pretty good amount of strikes on my page right and I think they only give you so many before they delete your yeah. account and then I'm out of a fucking job so you know right. I kind I kind of have to be a bit I kind of have to be a bit cautious with what I with what I post on my on my main page at least right but with the zines and it's just like yeah just just make it just fuck it it's almost like you know as offensive as i can make it <laughs> <laughs> it's uh tommy wilson after dark mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah like i don't know you can essentially you can blame mark zuckerberg because if he, those guys weren't being such hard asses about it like no way would i have like made that well i probably would uh, i'm not gonna say no way i wouldn't have made it but that was certainly like you know, one of the ideas of it, right? Or it's like, yeah, you know, can't 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 get in trouble if this isn't online. Well, I'm, you, I shouldn't say that, but um, <laughs> yeah, you, you get what I'm getting at. They're all pretty yeah, limited, right? They're all they're all kind of <laughs> limited to like thirty or fifty copies, right? So that's yeah. kind of just like, yeah, for the people who want me just fucking at my most unhinged, like that's the project <laughs> they should be paying attention to. And yeah, the the third book that I was talking about, it's still, you know, I'm not, it's not far along. I'm going to, if I work my ass off, I might be able to pull it off by like winter. But like, I, I'm kind of thinking maybe next year might be more realistic. But that was kind of, you know, that was going to be like a collection of like, a, you know, just like the gnarliest homicide report posters and like a bunch of, uh, just, a, you know, the, the most like, deranged of the deranged that was kind of the point of that zine and the like third book so that's awesome uh, yeah, yeah. i have to uh i think i'm gonna have to get some of those i want to see what uh, i know <laughs> the most deranged, oh, yeah. deranged unhinged looks like <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah a lot of the um i think the only one that's in stock right now is uh issue five i don't really have that many copies of it okay last but um yeah, there's certainly going to be a you know collection book of just all the like a lot of it's pretty offensive. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, so some of my friends even are just like, "What the fuck is this shit, man?" It's like <laughs> I don't know. It's just like that's kind of like that's kind of just my sense of humor, right? Is like just brutal nihilism, unhinged complaining, and just you know, <laughs> like you know. I'm not going to say like extremism, but a lot of the shit's just like, yeah, fucking overthrow the government. Fuck you. Just, you know, that's where all the, all the whining and complaining goes. And... <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah, the, all, the, 
all the like unhinged violence so more productive outlet than most people complaining on facebook so right oh i do i do that i do that too don't get me wrong (laughs) 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 has there uh been like a commission piece that you've been like no i I can't make that uh yeah a couple times a couple times for sure i've had a couple people ask me to do like anime stuff and i'm Uh, not not a fan in the least bit or really like you know I've had people ask me for, you know, just like, like, I'm not an illustrator by any means. I can't draw. No one wants to see that, which is why most of my work is, you know, gravitates towards like typography manipulation and, you know, digital collage and stuff like that. Right. Like, so if someone's like, if someone's like, oh, use like Sailor Moon or not that I've, I I have had that requested me requested of me before but you know just like children's drawings and shit it's like fucking (laughs) why it's like you're trying to make like a punk show post like i don't know what the big deal is with like making punk show posters just look like punk show posters (laughs) like i don't don't know what everyone's problem with that is but um yeah i don't know there's i i get asked for some funny ones sometimes i think it was like uh like working with fit for an autopsy there was a couple times where they're like we need the shirt design of like an explosion and a crowd watching and like a fucking you know like american flag and just like they have like this checklist of like 16 (laughs) different things and i'm like i'm like okay like no picture of this exists this is going to be like a fucking like 20 layer like photo montage right (laughs) that that kind of yeah that kind of gets put together digital and then is all you know fax machined and fucked up afterwards so yeah not that like those uh does that image exist now is that yeah yeah i forget like i said i've done so much shit i forget what the fuck it was uh what the like tagline was but that was that was pretty time consuming. It was fun and like certainly cha- more challenging than like most projects, right? Like, yeah, I can imagine. I'm gonna yeah. if it's on your Instagram, I'll I'll ro- uh, scroll back through tonight and find it because I really want to see the uh, <laughs> what what, <laughs> what see happened that. with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually I have my laptop open and I'm just kind of ripping through it right now. It'll be in the because you know how I have the like highlights on my page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be in the it'll be in the shirt graphics section. Okay, I'm gonna have so, a look. I want to. Yeah, see I can't. I can't remember what the fuck the like tagline was because I've done a I've done a handful of projects for that band, but um, that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, they're always really cool to work with. Well, I mostly just work with uh, oh, Will. Oh, hang on, no, that's one of them. So I saw a fifth from autopsy. It's like riot police. Uh, there's one of the yeah, beating oh, yeah, up a Nazi. Yeah, uh, that one was hard too because um, you know they're kind of a bigger band, so I was kind of uh, a little bit on edge about you know stealing copyright for that one. Right, Don't get me wrong, right. I stole copyright anyways, but um, <laughs> yeah, that one that one was pretty rough too because I think yeah they were like they were like we need a um. Like we want a picture of like a Nazi getting punched, and so like that's kind of a difficult one because there's not really that many pictures of people like holding up a sign that's like I'm a Nazi or whatever. Like right, 
or if they do have like some swastika on their shirt or whatever, it's kind of, there's only like a couple pictures of that. And they're like, you know, Getty images ones. That are like, Hey, if you use this, we're going to fucking sue you for like thousands upon thousands of dollars. Right. So I didn't take that one. I kind of had to pull some resources and do what I could, but that was, that was another, like, yeah, the photo montage shit is, uh, it's pretty challenging. I usually find a way around it, but you know, Oh, here it is. Yeah. It's called uh human extermination. And it was posted with the like punitive damage graphic that I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. It says, oh, here, I just saw you did, uh, you did the album art for domestic terror. I, I didn't realize that was you. I love that album. Yeah. Yeah. That was a gatefold LP. That's cool. Yeah. Um, Brendan, Domestic Terror uh, has a member of oh, what are they called? Uh, Weed Demon in it. Okay, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know who that band is. They're awesome. They're really cool. Um, okay, this, but one of the guys from that is slow bluesy sonar, fucking doom, heavy. Oh yeah, really, That's really sweet. heavy. Um, and okay. what you did, you did. Uh, Crater Maker, well. check that album out. Yeah, Crater Maker is great. Um, yeah, okay. That's what, what you did. Uniform as well. That's awesome. I absolutely love Uniform. Yeah, I've worked with those guys a couple yeah. times. They're really, really yeah. nice and cool to work with. So they have such a cool sound. Yeah, for sure. Did uh, I mean like I personally for me the the long walk was like incredible. Uh, Shame was good, but the long walk just had like a different bite to it. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, there's like, you know, I I do know what uniform sounds like, but for the most part, I mostly just listen to power violence. Like I've had uh, I, my one friend in Sacramento, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, I play in this other band. I'm like, oh, I've never heard you guys. He's like, you've definitely made posters for us. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm like, well, mo- most of the time when I'm working, I'm just listening to like, I don't know, I'm fucking some dumb shit like Celine Dion or like some top 40s, like something extremely not brutal while I'm like, you know, photocopying someone dying or whatever for a punk (laughs) show. (laughs) If only you knew what was happening behind the scenes. (laughs) (laughs) It's awesome. uh, So obviously you make some pretty politically charged stuff. Have you ever had like a backlash online from like people on the other side of the spectrum? Oh yeah, someone recently told me to kill myself over <laughs> over the like fuck your flag patriotism sucks one that I posted on the uh, 4th of July and I just like, you know, I wasn't upset about it. I was like that's pretty funny. Like this dude's clearly very pissed off about this poster. So that was uh that was my most recent backlash. Nothing, nothing too rough, right? Like usually it's some snide ass comment. It's like, you know, fuck your shitty poster, you dumb libtard, or some shit like that, right? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never, I've never gotten any like, Death never rest. gotten any like, yeah, yeah. And like some of my, some of my friends who make similar stuff, they certainly have. So, yeah, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, it's a, like it's very, a, uh, very strong. Yeah, it's definitely something that, like, you know, people who make stuff like this do occasionally have to deal with. I haven't. Right. Uh, one of my friends, I maybe I'll just leave his name out of this, but we were oh. staying at his, we were staying at his house down in uh, Portland, and he he had made a, a pretty 
pretty offensive graphic that is no longer allowed on Instagram. It was at the time, but now if you post it, it'll just get taken down, right? But he mm-hmm. was saying that people were like fucking like, you know, threatening him. He was getting fucking, you know, all these sketchy emails, people like driving past his house and like, you know, like fucking doxing him and shit. So, whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty real. Damn. But, uh, yeah, so. It's just funny though, because like, a lot of the people that will be harassing him are the same people that never shut up about freedom of speech. So, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> funny, funny how that one works. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I've yeah. yeah, mostly I mostly just get some like snide ass comments, right? It's just like no one gives a fuck or like fuck you, right? And I just kind of like I just kind of laugh it off. Like none of it's really been none of it's really been too serious or too intimidating, yes. right? So. Well, that's good to hear. I'm glad. I, I don't. Yeah, want to hear yeah. This stuff. I, oh, I, do, yeah. I it does. Laugh. It does happen. Yeah. Like, I was looking I through haven't. like one of your posts before, and I saw a comment. It was the um, it was the one with uh Trump getting like tr- uh arrested. Oh, have and, fun uh, in have fun in jail, asshole. Yeah, that one. Um, and one of the <laughs> one of one of the comments was like, <laughs> noticeable lack of anti Hillary and Biden content oh like, yeah yeah like, yeah no shit <laughs> yeah like yeah because those guys uh those people didn't get fucking indicted that day so but also it's like read yeah. the read the page like it's not it's it's obviously going to be more directed at people like him it's very politically charged against fascism and all that stuff right thing, so. yeah for sure and i think uh yeah I'll, uh, i don't know i've seen a couple designers that you know they'll the, once again making similar shit that i do but they're taking they're taking like shots at fucking biden or whatever which really just makes it come across like you're pro-trump if anything right Definitely. yeah so yeah i don't know they're like because these pages don't have trump posters they only have biden posters it kind of comes off not more as like anti-authority it just comes off as like anti-fucking you know democratic right so right yeah but whatever, I don't, I don't care if you want to make that shit. But it's like I don't know, right wing punk art, like that's kind of fucked up. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and I do was... occasionally, I do occasionally stumble across some shit like this. It's just like you know, what juxtaposition, right? So <laughs> I'm in a couple of Facebook group, like punk groups and stuff, and uh, I have seen people make the argument, and there's some pretty big mental gymnastics here saying. Uh, it's now punk to be conservative because right uh, yeah because punk is meant to be anti the status quo anti authority and the authority and the status quo is now liberal so therefore it's conservative to be it's punk to be conservative i'm like really i never i never really thought about i never thought about that one it's what you just have to you just have to like switch the political spectrum like depending on if there's a different yeah. <laughs> holy shit yeah that's a that's a that's a good point i like that one a lot <laughs> it's a fun one. <laughs> oh yeah fuck <laughs> when i saw that my mind was kind of blown i was like huh yeah that's a, that's a bit of that's a bit of like a brain fuck there so i don't know i'm not sh- i'm not too sure what to make of that one but <laughs> i think maybe that's a fucking troll i don't know I don't think so. Looking at the post, like the, yeah, judging by like right. the dude and the comments and stuff, like 
it's so hard to tell nowadays because some people commit so much to a troll account it's really like oh yeah for sure yeah uh yeah it's because it's so worked up man like with the with the internet your idiotic opinions can be instantly expressed and paraded you know yep yep yeah so oh what a magical place yeah, right. we talked about this a bunch of times on the podcast. It's kind of, it's definitely like hastening the downfall of society. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's that uh, documentary that we've, again, we mentioned this a bunch of times, but it's great. Um, what was that one called about social media? Um, the Social Dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that one, Tommy? Uh, no, I don't think so. I honestly don't watch it ton of movies like my attention spans i can't really sit still for an hour and a half okay. uh i'll check it out i'll check it out maybe in like 20 minute increments yeah yeah that's the way to do yeah. it i uh i do that with some stuff like that I kind of break it up mm. things um, right yeah but it's definitely worth a watch that's kind of like they had a lot of people who used to be like founding members or designers or like engineers and stuff in a bullet of the big tech firms like coming out and speaking out against them and kind of telling you how it actually works behind the scenes, what they're aware of, what the dangers uh-huh. really are. Yeah. Uh, it's very, uh, it's, I mean, a lot of it's like kind of obvious, but some of it's very eye opening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, um, I might not check that out. So that might just piss <laughs> me off a lot. Yeah. Cause like, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think like, like I, I don't know if you've uh, seen me lash out at Instagram multiple mm-hmm. times and there's m- much more where that came from. But, I just um, actually uh, looked at a, a uh, <laughs> fuck there's you an shitty apps. Oh fuck yeah, that one. That one's actually censored, uh, because there's a a target on his face with a bunch of blood dripping down. So that was from Homicide Report. Um, but yeah, there's like an there's an essay in my first book, and there's also an essay in Homicide Report too of just like how much more. F- fuck these apps have gotten like totally instagram and like you know i grew up like i think it was around like 20 or 21 i made a facebook account Mm -hmm. so i've been like pretty active on social media for quite a while and just seeing like just how many times they've just changed it just over and over and over it kind of like it's almost like um like yeah i think like they had made these social media apps with the intention of like, Oh, you like connect with your friends and see what they're up to and shit. And over, over time, it's kind of morphed into, we are going to like just rig your home feed. We are going to fucking like extort pages for money. And like, you know, it's, it's not about like connection anymore. It's about revenue, right? Look at Instagram. The fucking thing is just fucking littered with ads. Oh yeah. yeah. And and yeah. then like unless you're playing the game and doing what you want, like spending money on advertising and stuff, they just send you your shit. No one sees your stuff. Yeah, yep. and that's I think one of the most infuriating aspects is, you know, like my ability to make money and like pay rent and shit is in the hands of Mark Zuckerberg. Like that's a pretty fucking rough place to be, right? Right. So right. yeah, I think on um yeah, on Thursday, I picked my books up from the shop, and I was like, oh, I'll just drop them on Friday, like, you know, hopefully I'll sell a bunch, because maybe Friday's fucking everyone's payday and shit, so I posted a reel, because, you know, like, I think this was a couple of years ago, they started just slaughtering people's engagements, 
And then Adam Missouri, the head of Instagram, was like, yeah, we're kind of like looking to shift in a video so that we can compete with TikTok, which is kind of absurd because that's almost like a fucking, you know, completely different industry, right? Like TikTok is like a it's a video platform and that's all it that's all it is. Right. Right. Like I, I haven't spent much time on TikTok. I don't really like it that much. But um, yeah, so then we had to start posting reels to like, you know, like, A, get around this shitty algorithm, B, kind of, you know, help them stay relevant, right? But I posted a reel the other day and it only got like 5,000 views, which isn't even half of my followers. So it's like, you know, it's like, it's pretty hard to fucking win at Instagram these days, right? Like. But we so we had like four we had like four thousand followers on Instagram and our mm-hmm. post that we made today got three likes. And I was like, right. Are you fucking serious? Like Christ, man. Like, yeah. Seriously? I, I checked the view insights and it said 79 people saw it. Like, seriously, we have four thousand followers. Why does 79 people see our post? Like, well, it's kind right. of like the um the algorithm, like the algorithm they've been on for a minute is it it kind of functions more like a popularity contest, right? That's why you will quite often see posts that either have like a hundred likes or fucking thousands. Right. Because right. like, you know, someone will like someone posts something, they automatically see that it's getting likes and comments and they're like, Oh, this is good. This is worth something to us. And then they fucking blast it. Right. Right. But exactly. then when you, but then when you post something that's kind of getting no likes and no comments, then they're like, Oh, well fuck it. This is, you know, that this doesn't benefit us so they just shadow just the fucking piss out of it right so yeah yeah it's like it's infuriating yeah trying to run a business and just stay relevant online right so because you can do everything right that you've been taught to do for like social media like Uh every every box and then just no one sees it Yeah, yeah. I think when I was when I was trying to figure out what was going on, right? Kind of like shortly after I quit my job, I was like, you know, digging through blogs and being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is my views just continuously get cut in half? Yeah. And then I found out they were like, you know, gravitating towards the the reels shit. But my I'm not too fucking interested in that. I'm not a video creator. I'm a fucking graphic designer, right? Right. But like one of the most like heartbreaking comments I saw was this guy. He was like, I've been a fucking like pro photographer for like 15 years. I have no interest in film. I have no experience in film. And he's like, I have done nothing but just make like wholesome content for Instagram and just like you know, nothing edgy, never got a post removed. And this, all this app has done is just fucking shit on me and hide my work and put me out of a fucking job. Right. So, right. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty cutthroat, man. It's like, I like, that's why I don't post that much anymore. It's like, I don't even really want to like, I don't want to support them, you know, not that fucking quit, not that I'm going to jump on Twitter and be like, Oh yeah. Elon's, the lesser of two evils because they're both assholes right it'd be cool right. if they just happened <laughs> if that fight had happened and they cool both died yeah right yeah that'd be nice. uh, yeah i'm looking forward to this fight apparently but um 
And uh, there's been there's been rumors of those guys fighting. I'm not. I haven't been fucking paying attention. But well, yeah, they talked about it. But the Colosseum in Rome, they non jokingly offered to let them fight there if they want to. So right. I think that should be the new like sport that we all enjoy is billionaires fighting to the death in the Colosseum. Yeah, yeah. I hope they. I hope it's just like punch each other in the like like badly punch each other out at the same time that's what i want to see (laughs) yeah it's like i don't know i arguably i arguably hate mark zuckerberg a lot more me too because i've like because i'm so much more like reliant on meta platforms to work right like i like i post on i post on twitter quite a bit and i think i've only gotten like two or three commissions this whole fucking time like just directly from twitter Right. But like, you know, like my entire design career, like 90 fucking 8% of it has come from Instagram, right? So, right. Yeah. I, I, I would is... also say that like what they've given and taken from society, mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg's done a lot more damage to the human race. Uh, with, oh, fuck with, yeah. With that, what he's unleashed on society versus, yeah, like, yeah. And, and then at least Elon right. to balance himself out, it made all of his uh, electric vehicle technology open source which has massively progressed he's kind of got other he's kind of got other aspects right yeah some redeeming qualities yeah for sure but like yeah i don't know just all the like just the amount of fucking scandals and shit just like and all these like bombshells that fucking mark zuckerberg is you know had over the fucking years it's kind of crazy to like just keep using this shit and like keep supporting these guys after they've just like, you know, the guy's a fucking asshole, right? He's like just a <laughs> revenue machine. And that's about it. Right. I, I still think he's, uh, I mean, it's a running joke, and but he's a lizard person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was that, was that South Park? I think that started that. I can't remember. Someone did, but then he kind of like know. the people then started reading into a lot of the weird shit he'd done and said in interviews and like, see, it confirms it. And, <laughs> It's, I just find it. I just find it really fun to like go. I don't believe it, but it's fun to go along with it. Like it is true, and then watch right. videos of him in interviews and be like, "He is a lizard person." They like they like put like the lizard eye kind of thing going on. Yeah, like, there, there was a time like, that he, he literally yeah. said, "When I was human," and then he's like, "I I, uh, I still am human. I, I've always been human." Yeah, yeah. And then, I like the. Uh... I like the one of him where the I forget what the fuck it was, but some lady's like, "Oh, what's going on with this jacket?" Interviewing, and he is just fucking just sweating like a motherfucker. Like he looks like he's gonna fucking cry, right? And she's like, "She's like, oh, what's going on with your jacket? Is this some fucking Illuminati logo or something?" And he's just like, <laughs> "Like, <laughs> like, how is the how is the most like socially awkward human?" that exists on the planet in charge of like social this. media right like this makes <laughs> yeah. no fucking makes no fucking sense so <laughs> did you ever see the the smoke meats one yeah that was super deranged that was weird it's like, like <laughs> insane the smoke some meats with my buddy smoking meats you know smoking it's like over and over and over and over and over again yeah, it's like what the, it's like what the fuck is this guy just like vlogging in his backyard? Like what the I was like, what the fuck is this? Like since when does this guy like make like fucking videos, right? So right, and yeah. then the sweet, the sweet baby Ray on the bookshelf. Yeah, that was oh. really that was really <laughs> odd. So. It's like the um Truman Show like placement. Yeah, 
Right, yeah. I actually forgot about that. That's the Jim Carrey one, right? Yeah. yeah. That's a great movie. So it's like, they're just like placing, you know, we're talking about Sweet Babies right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna working. have to watch. I'm gonna have to watch that again because I kind of forgot that existed. The Truman yeah, Show. Yeah, that's a good movie. No, no, the uh, the Mark Zuckerberg, um, the the one where he's fucking barbecuing and acting super <laughs> fucking weird. Smoke some meats. Yeah, smoke meats. <laughs> yeah, that was a good meme. That was a couple was. Of years ago now. Yeah, it was. And then yeah. the, uh, after that, there was the water scandal with like how he doesn't drink water like a person. Oh yeah, when he's I, in that I, in that hearing. Yeah, I remember there was uh this one video, or I think it was a picture, right, where he's like ski doing or some shit, and he just had his face covered in like the most obscene amount of sunscreen. Oh yes, so just, like, yeah, yeah, entire yeah. face is like <laughs> completely white. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> <laughs> he's not human. He's trying to imitate yeah, he's, human he's, behavior. He's, He's not person. human. He's, he's like, just a lizard. He's a lizard revenue machine. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is an animated series on Netflix about the Illuminati. It's really funny. Um, uh, they portray him as a lizard person. It's called Inside Job. And it's basically a whole uh, show making fun of QAnon. And like everything oh, that they awesome. believe. Uh, oh, yeah. I think I've seen it. That's awesome. It's like a, it's like a an old animation, and then everything that QAnon believes is actually real in this world. And then they're, they're, oh, the yeah. they're the government organization that keeps it under wraps. Yeah, yeah, worth watching. Very funny. Awesome. Yeah, I'm just writing this down in case I forget it. So. There's only two seasons, and there's meant to be a third, I think, but it got canceled. So. Oh yeah. Whatever. Netflix never yeah. sticks with anything good. No. Nope. Right. Not that I have an account, but. Um... I'd imagine they they suck too. So, well, they they're the weirdest like uh, model for re, re, uh, renewing series. It's like basically just even if it has consistent viewers, if it's under a certain threshold, they just cancel it. Even if they're like it looks on a cliffhanger, like so, so season two ends like oh man, season three is going to be good. That's a huge cliffhanger. They're just like eh, and they just don't do another one. And they do that oh, all yeah. the time. They just scrap show after show after show after right. Show. So. Well, just just like just like Zuckerberg and Instagram, right? If this isn't fucking worth it, if this isn't worth anything to us, then fuck you. No one gets to no one gets to see it. So, right, yeah, yeah. It seems to be like a lot of the men, like a mentality that like a lot of these entertainment. I know there's a podcast, but I just did the finger quotes entertainment platforms. Right, right. Are, uh, <laughs> doing. I know you can't see anything, but I did the finger quotes when I said yeah. That. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it that much. Yeah, that was another thing I was going to say is like, uh, I think the fucking the like meta whistleblower was like, these assholes will like fucking, you know, like if someone if someone has a fucking controversial opinion or something, they will just blast that in their yeah. algorithms because they want people fighting and staying on their app. Like they don't give a fuck yeah. if you're like enjoying yourself. They want you like fucking riled up and checking yeah. your app and telling people to go fuck themselves. But at the same time, they also want to look good for their advertisers. Yeah. So then they'll go ahead and take so years. You have to walk this real fine line where it's like, you know, like that's kind of why I'm making this shit. I am right. 
You need to walk this fine line of something that's offensive and provocative, but also doesn't get taken down, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Within within the guidelines. Yeah, and it wasn't wasn't like this, like you know, back in 2019. I used to be able to post just like a show poster or like you know, like a photo I had taken, and that was treated just as equally as anything else was, right? Right. But n- now yeah. it's a fucking n- now apparently it's for arguing. So speaking of the death threats and all that shit, that could that can actually be beneficial to my career, believe it or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone out there stop giving Tommy death threats, but make sure they're comments, not messages. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. I'll take I'll take it. I'll take it in the comment section so that uh, maybe all my friends can jump in, but I don't mind the messages either. I just kind of laugh about it. I'm like, the f- what the fuck are you going to do? Well, those won't help your algorithm, though. So, Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe the, maybe the, maybe the death threat messages help, too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't really know. <laughs> oh, boy. Awesome. Well, we have come up on time. So, before you go, I wanted to ask you one more question. Actually, Brady, sure, yeah. before I do that, do you have any other questions you want to ask? So I was asked about the, uh, the texture packs. Like what, oh, are, yeah. what is that? Okay, well, um, because uh like I have a couple busted fucking fax machines, right? So I was just kinda like ripping black pieces of paper through them to just get like a fax overlay. So uh I was just yeah, doing that just once again for something to do. Like I have like I'm pretty busy, but a lot of my stuff is made pretty fast. So that's why I yeah. tend to do so much shit. But, um, yeah, that was just kind of something to, like, kind of just to make money, I guess, and sustain sustain myself. So it's like, you know, it's like a digital product, and, like, you can just sell it to numerous people, right? So right, right. that's kind of cool. I was, like, hanging out with one of my friends, and I was like, oh, hell yeah, I just made, like, 20 bucks. It's like, you know, a couple people just bought this fucking thing, right? So, yeah. Yeah, it's like a... I don't know, just thought it was like a good idea as a freelance designer. I know a lot of other people do stuff like that. Like they'll sell like styles that look like Letraset overlays. Yeah. And this what this one designer I follow, he was um he was gonna sell some like distressed overlays. I think he had just taken really old shirts, like the cracked ink, and like yeah. made some made some like textures and stuff out of that. So yeah, it's just cool to have like you know, digital digital things and that's kind of why i put my books up too is like ebooks is because like people were bugging me for them and it's quite a bit of money to like you know because it gets cheaper like you know a hundred books will be cheaper per unit than 50 but if i go fucking get a get hundreds of books then the and don't sell them all then that kind of fucking sucks so it's like it's kind of pretty difficult for me to constantly be keeping this shit in stock uh, you know, because this uh, isn't really the biggest company or whatever the fuck you'd call it, right? Like Tommy Wilson Design isn't uh, isn't that rich, right? That's what I'm trying <laughs> to say. <laughs> There's not a lot of financial backing that goes into this project. It's kind of just me. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. I've got one more for you, then, Tommy. Uh, sure. Yeah. It's a bit of a curveball. If uh, you were stuck on a desert island. And yeah. you had a solar powered discman and only three CDs to listen to until your hopeful eventual rescue. What Ooh. albums would you want to have? Okay, well, um, I'd take the Charles Bronson double disc CD 
Does that count as one CD? Yeah. Sure. Yep. Okay, awesome. I'll take that because that's got like a they're like my number one favorite fucking band. Okay. And also like the graphic design, that's like 95% of the reason I wanted to be a designer. Awesome. So yeah, I'll take that. Um, I'll take the crossed out discography and uh I'll take student ghetto violence by asshole parade. Nice. Yeah, that one's also Ooh. a collection CD. So I'm trying I'm trying to get the most uh the most music for my three CDs here. There you go. Good choices. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you something I haven't asked before, actually, as a follow-up to that one. If you sure. could bring with, uh, if you could have a book, which was like, a, I guess like, a, you know, an artist's book with a, yeah. a, collect, a collection of work, whose book would you want to have to look at while you were waiting? Oh, man. I thought I was going to go the whole, whole podcast without mentioning him, but uh, the steelworks the graphic details of john yates that's like my favorite fucking book so i'll take that one for sure awesome yeah he's been like wildly inspiring on my work for you know fucking pretty much since i found out about him nice that's awesome yeah he's definitely he's my favorite so hell yeah yeah i'll I'll take him yeah those three cds and that one book and that's fuck i just hang out there you don't even have to come get me (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> awesome yeah okay well i want to give you one more chance uh if people want to buy your work hit you up for a commission uh any of that sort of stuff what's the best places to do that oh uh, well unfortunately my sack of shit instagram page tommy wilson design that <laughs> uh that has all the links to yeah i just sell shit out of my etsy shop and um yeah, I mostly just work through. You can email me if you want, but like it's just faster to go through Instagram instead of like, you know, so you can just send a picture and a DM instead of like, you know, fucking having to email shit. And unfortunately, I'm on it all fucking day because that's my job. But uh, yeah, that's that's where to get a hold of me. Awesome. And then yeah. uh, Etsy's the best place to just purchase the stuff that you already have listed. Yeah, that's kind of the only place I really, I just have the one web store. So, okay yeah and then your band uh best place to check out the music um we have a Bandcamp page we're also on we have uh one of our seven inches on spotify um i guess if we have an instagram page so if you go follow the new sweat page like we'll be we'll be posting some new music like hopefully pretty hopefully within the next couple months i guess like i said these records just take so long we kind of have to kind of have to wait on it until the record's out right so awesome well thank you yeah. so much for coming on the show really appreciate yeah. you taking the time thanks a lot great chatting thank with you, you. inviting me yeah definitely great awesome. talking and uh great ripping on mark zuckerberg i had a good time oh yes yeah <laughs> I, I could yeah if you want a part two i get there's lots more shit to talk there so <laughs> just do a whole episode <laughs> based on that oh fuck yeah yeah so, then just uh, mail it mail it to his fucking house <laughs> <laughs> you know what you should do to, to advertise your uh art make like a fake po- you know the image with the sweet baby rays on the shelf oh yeah photoshop your books onto that bookshelf as well oh perfect yeah and be like Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he's a he's a real big fan <laughs> that's why they haven't <laughs> deleted my account yet oh yeah for <laughs> hey there's there's been a couple close calls i'll say that 
Awesome. Well, thanks again. And uh, anyone listening at home, tune in next time with another guest for you.